Yo, man. It's the king, man. Welcome to episode three. Uh, I mean four. What can I say? <laughs> This is the finale, and I feel like a soliloquy. All right. I was a boy when my father warned me never wed a noisy queen. If you don't watch it, women will upstage you. Better they are only seen. How could I forget how my mother used to woo the plebs? When I am crowned king, things will never be the same. I said. But when I got older, it was me, and I had my own daughter. It was me. I realized she was getting louder. It was me. She calls it being empowered. It was me. So I had to ask a favor. It was me. From a witch who was a neighbor. It was me. I said, "Bitch, I need a savior." It was me. Tell me how I can tame her. She said I can't spell, make her voice go amiss. I can make it want to stray, so it's loosened by a kiss. But if you want peace from all the feminists, I suggest that you. Do this to be a true leader. Teach 'em to fear. I get every girl under 25 years. Take out their tongues. Give 'em no choice. They can't protest if they got no voice. Well, that's a shocker. I didn't know he was into reggae fusion. And I guess you guys didn't know the whole thing was a hoax. Anyway, I'm burying the headline. Who allowed him to start the episode without me? I need to join a union. Back to lemon ginge. Where were we? Ha! Oh yeah. Ha! Night is falling as fast as lemon ginge, who hurtled towards Kakos in a popped hot air balloon. The king, with all the ceremony of a sadist, has erected a stage in Kakos's main square purely for the purpose of tongue cutting. A group of suited men stand on it with big scissors. Lemon ginge land right in front of the queue of terrified young women. Is it a bird? Birds. Is it a bomb? Is it blood? Is it a celestial premonition of the king's fate? It's a health and safety issue, is what it is. What about our health and safety? That's not in my risk assessment, I'm afraid. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's performance of the Great Silencing will commence in ten minutes. Where now, Ginge? To the palace. Quick, before they see us. <laughs> run, 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 run up the stairs, round the block. Find the king. He's a massive cop. Oh. Who goes there? Oh, not this prick again. Oh, that's not very nice. I'm pleased to see you, actually. <coughs> really? Oh, what happened to your voice? It's a long story. Talking of long stories, I've been reading. Feminist texts, and、uh, on reflection, I realised my manner was very condescending last time we spoke, and I wanted to say sorry. Oh well, thank you, but we're kind of in. A... I've been scrutinising my own internalised misogyny, you see, and I wanted to assure you that from this day forth, I am committed to being a feminist ally. That's great. Could you just tell us where the? It was Simone de Beauvoir, wasn't it, who said. No one is more arrogant toward women, more aggressive or scornful, than the man who is anxious about his virility.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like her. Well, I had a serious think about that because、uh, 
The mast is not always fully up, if you get my meaning. Well, okay, yes. This is all very good. Can I you just... guess on some level I felt threatened by your exuberant youth and beauty. Thank you. I, I really needed to hear that today. No, I'm sorry to poop the party, but we need to go. Oh, um, where's the king's chamber, please? He's in his chamber upstairs, but... Thank you. <clears throat> By the way, um, she wrote that 70 years ago. We've come quite a way since then. Lem. So you might want to read some um, Audrey Lord or Lem. Roxanne Gay or... <coughs> God, I'm struggling. Lem, not now. Could I just say one more thing? What? You should maybe not go to the king first. Go to the princess instead. Why? He's been, uh, singing things. Run, 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 run up the stairs to the top. Don't stop now. Give it a knock. Your Highness... Oh my god, happy birthday, princess! Oh, yeah. <laughs> today? Oh, shh, shh! What's she saying? Um, uh. Oh my god, Lem, that is so inappropriate. Wait, she said she's been locked in! What? By who? The door is locked. Well, bloody open it then! She says, hurry up! Yes! I don't actually have the key. Well, just kick it down! Oh, I don't know. I did a big leg workout yesterday. I'm a bit stiff, to be honest. Kick it down! Kick it down! Kick it This is the best bit. Hit it! Before Lemon Ginge can say a thing, the princess bursts through the door and lobs herself down the stairs. Like a ball out of a cannon, like a bull in a china shop, she's flying, hair flying, muscles gleaming, forehead sweating, arms pumping. Princess, wait! I've got your voice! Along the corridor, through the hall, out the window. Mind your step! Oh, this is mental! Where's she going? Across the football pitch, scores a goal! Into the kitchen! Out the kitchen, up the stairs, 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 till finally I, she, throws open Daddy's door. Louisa knocks him off his chair. Princess! And kisses him. Motherfucker! Motherfucker! Didn't expect that. Did not expect that. She breaks away. He tries to shout. But before anyone can stop her, she's by the tannoy. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, that's new. My royal subjects, this is most definitely the king speaking. The princess's voice has been returned. The tongue-cutting ceremony is cancelled. Release all the women immediately. Any man who cuts out a woman's tongue will have his own pulled out by me. That is all. Oh! And, uh, happy birthday to me. I mean, the princess. <laughs> By the powers invested in me. I demand that you all have a royal piss-up. Oh, and one last thing. Uh, seeing as she's turning 25 today, and she's a bit of a genius, <laughs> I hereby surrender all my royal powers and make her queen. I'm too old for this shit. All my opinions are past their sell-by date. And I always leave the toilet seat up. That will show the fucker. Oh, I'm in love. The king? Pin him down. Yes, sir. I mean, princess. We can cut out his tongue if he causes too much trouble. I don't understand. Well, you understand, right? You heard his song. He's a dickhead, basically. And he wanted to shut his daughter up before she overshadowed her daddy. So he devised this incredibly elaborate and bloody way of doing it. 
Only thing you don't know is, and the king didn't know this either, is that when the witch loosened the princess's voice, she also loosened his. Yes, I did. What a cunt. <laughs> so that's why the princess snogged him. To be clear, it was necessary for the sake of... It's not incest is what I'm saying. It was logistics. She needed his voice to stop the silencing and sneak through some radical legislation. Now, all she needs to do is... Go on then. What? Well, we all know what has to happen now, then. We've been building up to a lesbian finale since episode one. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't play dumb. Snog her, then. I'm not playing dumb. I just... Really? Yes, really. Get on with it. Yes, but you... Don't you... What? Like her. Don't you like her, Ginge? No. Really? Well, yes. Well, no, no, no. As in, yes, I do. Like, I mean, I have a crush on her, but that doesn't matter. Kiss her. No. Why? It doesn't... It does matter. I won't do it. Don't be silly, Lem. You can't just keep her voice. Yes, I can. Um, it's practically gone anyway. <coughs> Lem, listen to me. We are queer women, okay? We're destined to date each other's exes anyway. Just kiss her. All right. Uh, Lem, give me a minute. You okay? Bit nervous. So I kissed her. Nearly threw up on me, bless her. But then she kissed me and my voice slid back into my mouth as eagerly as her tongue. And I knew we were onto a winner. Well, it's been a couple of weeks now since all this went down. Lemon Ginge decided to stay in Kakos and they live here with me. I didn't really fancy giving Daddy's voice back, seeing as he only ever used it to lie. But Lem found a charming little gender-fluid frog in need of one, so he gave it to them. I think they're going out with a guy called Pip now. Do you want a cup of tea, babe? Oh, Lem, come say hi, babe. I was just talking about you. Oh, hi. Why don't you tell him about the jazz, babe? Oh, oh yeah. Um, so the princess, sorry, Louisa, <laughs> my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, me and Ginge sort of fluffed up your voice a bit, didn't we? Yeah, out on just the road. A bit. So <laughs> can't really do all that opera stuff anymore. Shocking. But Lulu said she's always wanted to try out scat singing, haven't you? And she's really fucking good. Thank you. Show him, Lou. Oh yeah, yeah. A one, a two, a buck on my shoe. So now, instead of waking everyone up at six o'clock every morning, Louisa sings us into the night. Is it too early for a pint? Wait, you haven't mentioned Ginge yet. Oh, Christ, yeah, Ginge. Um, Ginge isn't here at the moment. She's in town with her mates, Peggy, Peggy and... Uh... Fuck, I always forget her name. Anyway, they're all setting up a feminist theatre collective called Hear Me Out. It's looking pretty good. If the first production isn't about me, I'm cutting their budget.
Sharon, <laughs> Run, 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 run up the stairs to the top. Oh, I've forgotten it. And sneak through some radical legislation. Damn that word. I hereby surrender all my royal power. <laughs> Princess? Princess? <laughs> <laughs> This has been a co-production by 45 North, Ellie Keel Productions and Horta Project. Lemon Ginge was created, written and performed by Elle Potter and Mary Higgins. Starring Sharon D. Clark as the Princess of Kakos, with additional vocals from Eliza Vakil. Sound design, music, arrangements and editing were all by Tom Foskett Barnes. He also played the bird. Follow us at Hotter Project on Instagram and Twitter. Lemon Ginge was commissioned and cast by 45 North and Ellie Keel Productions. Ah!